Mike and Trisha Mornings Podcast. Real, live, local. Mine is Kiss FM. It's Mike and Trisha Mornings. <laughs> you, you know what? No, what? I got to tell people. Sometimes you just make me want to throw things at you. Why? What do I do? Because you do stuff like that <laughs> off the air and then you kick and then you turn on the mics. Honestly, I think I'm just going to yeah. start throwing things at you. <laughs> I am. You know, there was uh, once upon a time there was a suggestion that uh, people like that we live stream what <laughs> goes on behind the mic. <laughs> yes. You know, while the songs and commercials are playing. Yeah, kind of like KTSM does. But that's not a not good, a good idea. No, because <laughs> Trisha and I get into these conversations sometimes that are not very PC. Uh, no, uh, inappropriate. Completely. Or I'll make some kind of a comment, and yeah, just like she says, it'll happen right before a song ends. <laughs> And I'll throw it out there, and then I'll just go into radio mode. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Trisha's trying to fight either saying something back to me <laughs> or not laughing at an inappropriate time. You know, so yeah, and that was such the case, which is why when we opened up the mic, she was laughing. Uh. She couldn't hold it back that time. <laughs> you know, na- yesterday was National Brothers and Sisters Day. Yes. Every day is a day. Yeah. Every day is a day. Mm-hmm. And yesterday was National Brothers and Sisters Day. And so we asked our Facebook followers to share the meanest thing their brother or sister ever did to them or what they did to their bro or sis. Here's what Amablia, Paya, pa- Amablia? I think that's how you pronounce Amable. your name. Amablia. Amablia sounds better. Payen wrote, as read by the text-to-speech app, the meanest thing a bro or sis ever did to her. Hang on, I'm going to find it somewhere. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, of course. What? I know. Of course, I don't have it ready. I've, you know, And that was like a major market setup, too. It totally was. I mean, that was like, my great. God, Mike, how are you not you know, doing radio in New York City? Okay, here's what Payan wrote as read by the text-to-speech app. I had a cousin who really did find a baby in the trash can, and it made front-page news of our hometown newspaper. The picture was of him pointing to the inside of the trash can where he found the baby. Years later, when my little brother was eight, I told him that he was found in a trash can and that our cousin found him. I then showed him the newspaper clipping my mom had kept, and he believed me. He went crying to my mom, wanting to know who his real mom was. That was classic. And the trouble she went to. Right, exactly. I mean, there you go. How do you refute that evidence? I love that. I love that. Uh, Lizette Cetis wrote that when she was around seven, she watched Night of the Living Dead. And after that, of course, she was scared to death of brain-eating zombies. I will let the text-to-speech app take it from here. So my three older sisters decided to play a prank on me. One of them led me down the hallway to the kitchen, saying something was wrong with one of my sisters. When we get there, my sister is on the floor with red stuff all over her head, and my other sister was bent over her. She turns around and has blood all over her face, and she looks at me and says, brains, brains, and starts to chase after me. I screamed and ran off, and all I could hear was those three laughing it up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The planning the sisters went to to make that happen. Just classic. Classic. Funny mean. Funny mean. Absolutely. Funnier listening to the text to speech app say brains, brains. Brains, brains. (laughs) You can read more of these kind of stories on the Mike and Trisha Facebook page. If you follow us, check your wall. If you don't, just Google Mike and Trisha Facebook, and we're usually the first thing that shows up. Breaking news, breaking news. What? Adults that want to be hip, there are two terms that are officially 
not cool anymore. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you what they are here in just a second. Did you see that on the interwebs? It's on the interwebs, <laughs> yes. You're so not cool. <laughs> and if you use these two things I'm about to tell you, you're not cool either. You're going to be just as uncool as I am. Office. Now, see, this is how uncool you are. First of all, you use interwebs. And secondly, <laughs> y- you called it the what's hot bar. It's the must read I mean, the must bar. read bar. That's how uncool you are. I know. I'm sorry. It's, it's a not must hot. Read. It's yeah. a must. It's the must read. That's I'm right. Sorry. Yeah. And here are two other terms. According to the Allen Turning Institute in London, they analyzed all kinds of data trends from Urban Dictionary. Okay. You know that online yeah. thing, Urban Dictionary? And they found strong evidence that these two terms are not cool anymore. They are on their way out. Okay. Stop Stop using on fleek (laughs) and stop using selfie. Okay. Both of those slang terms are not cool anymore, and they're going to date you if you keep using them because data analyzed shows they're on their way out. But you said on fleek earlier this morning. Yeah, I know. You did. Uh Uh-huh. So you're not cool. I'm cool. No, you're not. I'm cool because I was saying it it ironically (laughs) this morning when we were talking. When I said on fleek, I was being ironic. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Go back and listen and and you'll hear the smirk in my voice when I use it. On fleek and selfie. Out of here. And good. because Yes, because I'm so tired of people um, who use the word selfie wrong. Yeah, when they're, you know, when they, they're not selfie. If someone's taking your photo, it's not, a selfie. it's not a selfie. By definition, a selfie is a picture that you are taking of yourself, yourself. Right, exactly, yeah. Not someone taking a picture of you. Yeah. If someone's taking a picture of you, they're just taking a picture of you. It's not a <laughs> selfie. Right. So I hope that word just gets the heck out of here because people have started using it wrong and you know how much that bothers me. I know it does. Now, (laughs) you can still use these words and still sound cool to the kids out there. You can still say turnt. Turnt? That's right. That's right. This music is turnt. Uh Right? Right? This party is turnt. You need to stop saying it because you're going to make it uncool. You can still (laughs) say bae. Bae? Yeah, that's my bae. Oh, God. Uh Okay. uh Uh-huh. What up, bae? (laughs) You can still say that. You can still say, bye, Felicia. Oh, yeah. I think think that is um, an evergreen. Yes. I think that will never go out of style. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. That's when you're waving someone off, but really you're giving them the middle finger. Pretty much, You are giving them the verbal middle finger. You are. You're like, whatever. Get out of here. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) And you can still say, yes. That's yes, but with like five A's instead right. of an E. Exactly. Do you have yeah. to say queen after? Uh, no, you can just say yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. and that's like you're really excited about something. You're yeah. like, hey, um, we're going to Wet and Wild, and you're like, yes. <laughs> All those things still cool to say. Kiss FM. One is Kiss FM. It's Mike and Trisha mornings. Your uncle Mike is going to hit you up with some stupid news. Love me the stupid criminals. <laughs> like this one, for example. The 24-year-old Ohio woman on probation. She was on probation uh, last year after six months in jail for felony drug possession. Okay. Well, as part of her probation, she had to take drug tests. But a couple of months ago, she thought you know, that she was going to fail one. So she swapped in someone else's pee. Ah. And it tested positive. <laughs> And she was in court earlier this week, and the judge (laughs) said to her, and I quote, Now let me get this straight. To avoid the positive test with your own urine, you use someone else's urine, which turned out to be positive also? (laughs) That's bizarre. No, that's not bizarre, Judge. That's just a classic case of not doing research. Exactly. I mean, what are you thinking asking your crackhead friend to give you some urine? I mean, come on. (laughs) 
Do your research first. More stupid news. This happened in California. So this dude, 27 years old, drunk, hungry, got to have him some Doritos, man. No. It's about 3.15 in the morning. <laughs> last Saturday. So what does he do? He broke into a Taco Bell and <laughs> ate 10 of their Doritos Locos taco shells. Now he no. must have uh, he must have scarfed him down really fast because uh, by the time the cops got there he was already long gone. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he must have been hangry, <laughs> right? Or drangry? Something. Because he'd been drinking a lot, right? So he was like all Cookie Monster on them. Blah, 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 blah. But uh, four hours later, I'm assuming after he sobered up, he wandered into the police station and confessed to being the one that broke in. Uh, really? The of their. Taco shells. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. You know, they sell Doritos at 7 Eleven. I know. 7 Eleven's open 24 7. For really, dude. <laughs> Seems like an awfully complicated way to get your Doritos fixed, doesn't right? it? Right. You know? I don't know sometimes. Wow. I know. <laughs> your Uncle Mikey's stupid news. Kiss FM. Hey, so look at the calendar. It says May 3rd, right? right? You know what that means? What? You know what tomorrow is? To the fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Oh no. No, May don't do it. The fourth. Oh, be with you. Yeah. <coughs> oh yeah. my. That's tomorrow. <laughs> That's tomorrow. The holiest of all Star Wars geek days. I know. You know, every time I hear that, <laughs> the Catholic in me goes, yeah. and also with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Me too. <laughs> me too. Miss FM. Yesterday was National Brothers and Sisters Day. And so we asked our Facebook followers to share the meanest thing their brother or sister ever did to them. Right. Or that they did to their bro or sis. Yeah. Here's what Amable Apayan wrote, as read by our text-to-speech <laughs> app. I had a cousin who really did find a baby in the trash can, and it made front-page news of our hometown newspaper. The picture was of him pointing to the inside of the trash can, where he found the baby. Years later, when my little brother was eight, I told him that he was found in a trash can and that our cousin found him. I then showed him the newspaper clipping my mom had kept, and he believed me. He went crying to my mom, wanting to know who his real mom was. Jeez, <laughs> oh, wow. I know. God, I know. that's so mean. We're always mean to the ones we love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> Lizette Zedeses wrote that when she was around seven, she watched Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And after that, she was scared to death of brain-eating zombies. Well, of course. I'll let the text-to-speech app take it from here. When I was maybe six or seven, we watched Night of the Living Dead. I was, of course, scared to death of brain-eating zombies after that. So my three older sisters decided to play a prank on me. One of them led me down the hallway to the kitchen, saying something was wrong with one of my sisters. When we get there, my sister is on the floor with red stuff all over her head, and my other sister was bent over her. She turns around and has blood all over her face, and she looks at me and says, brains, brains, and starts to chase after me. I screamed and ran off, and all I could hear was those three laughing it up. <laughs> Priceless. Man. Priceless, I know. I know. <laughs> they went a far away to get that one. Dang. Hey, sometimes you have to, man. All right? Sometimes you have to That's if you hilarious. really want to make it work. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, just go to the Mike and Trisha Facebook page. You can read some of the other stories that our listeners wrote and told us about the meanest thing their brother or sister did to them or they did to a brother or sister of theirs. Kiss FM. So you know we love us the ghosts is here at Kiss FM. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that this this building is is haunted. Mm-hmm. We've heard from so many different people. Right. Our, our late great co-worker Scott Ronson was sitting in the studio one time mm-hmm. and a ghost yelled his name in his ear. Yeah. And he actually saw three ghosts go into Monica's office. Mm-hmm. So we have a co-worker who works with us and he also had a paranormal experience. Hi, Alex. Hi, good morning. How you guys doing? We're good. Okay, so tell us about your scary Kiss FM ghost experience. All right, so pretty much everybody that's been in the building, um, it's kind of well known that that little bathroom area in the back's just just creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, working overnight and weekends, um, you know, you're in the building by yourself a lot. So this is a Sunday afternoon, about 3 o'clock. There's really not anybody in the building on, at that time. So um, I stopped by. I was in the restroom and I actually had to change shirts. So I was switching from uh, a T-shirt into a button-up shirt. I was going to go out right after uh, my shift. And as I'm in the uh, men's restroom, um, the doors to one of the stalls just sort of creeps open out of nowhere, just kind of slowly just sort of creeps open. I didn't think too much of it at that point. And then right after that, I uh, hear a sound like if somebody's uh, like banging on one of the pipes, like 10 or 15 uh, times, like consecutively, went on for about maybe 20, 30 seconds. So um, at that point, I, you know, finished putting on my shirt, washed my hands. And I think as I was walking out, I said, well, I'll, I'll see you later. I'm getting out of here. And then, you know, just kind of walked out, looked around a little bit, made sure nobody else was in the building. Uh, nobody was there. There wasn't anybody working on, on anything. So I have no idea where where all that stuff came from. Dude, I would have run out at the door moving. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Well, you know, me being a man, I guess sometimes, uh, you know, pride picks some uh, inopportune yeah. times to kick in. So. Yeah. No, the minute somebody started banging on anything, I'm out of there. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, like in the movies when they hear, get out, yeah. I'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, the sense of urgency was there at that point. So. Oh, my God. And did you, did you, uh, did you like, investigate the building to make sure that nobody else was there, that nobody yeah, was did. messing with you? Yeah, I did. The only other person that was there was uh, our coworker next door, uh, Super mm-hmm. Mario. Yeah. But he was at the complete opposite end of the building. So, right. of course, he's a bigger scaredy cat than I am, so I had to tell him the story right before I left to yeah. freak him out. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sometimes you got to pass those things on. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> no, nobody else was there Sunday afternoon about that. That's, uh, for lack of a better term, Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, that place is a ghost town. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> or, or, for lack of a better term, that place is dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Alex. Thanks for sharing your Thanks, story. Alex. All right. You guys take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, I'm almost feeling left out, man, because I never have any experiences when I go to the bathroom. Because they never. know you're a non-believer. You know, or when I'm here alone at 3 o'clock in the morning or Oy. whatever. I never get any of those Dude, kind of things. Dude, I would no more be here at 3 o'clock in the morning by myself. You are uh-huh. crazy. Well, I'm here because I got to. No, I know. You know, I but mean, no. you know, when like sometimes when you take um, New Year's week off yeah, and I have to come in a lot of times our, our sister station, they're also gone. Uh-huh. So the overnight people will be like, OK, see, I'm like, oh, are you kidding no, me? You're not. I'm like, you're staying in the room with me until somebody else gets into the station. I'm not staying here in the dark. By myself. I know, I know. You're a big chicken. No, I'm not a big chicken. You've heard from very credible sources (laughs) things that have happened in this building. Yeah, yeah, but still, you are a big chicken. Uh, True that. You know. (laughs)
Although I haven't, for the longest time, heard you call out my name well, as you're coming back or to the bathroom. Yesterday, as it's a It's been a fact, while since I heard that. Yeah, yesterday. Here's what happens every now and then, you know. <laughs> I hear this. Mike! 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 <laughs> So right away, I know that's my cue to go get her. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday, I'd gone to the restroom, and and I thought you were in the production room. And when I was walking up, I heard, like, some, like, just noise. Like, I can't even tell you what it was, mm-hmm. um, but noise. And I was like, dude, stop trying to scare me. And as I as I turned up the hallway, I saw you in the studio, and I'm like, Okay, who's doing that? Yeah. And the our sister station was on the air, so they uh, were so all in the studios. Yeah. Oh. And we're the only ones here. Huh. And so I was like, knock it off, knock it off. So, I mean, there was no point in yelling for you then. You right. were in here with your headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, don't do that. I don't mind knowing they're here. I just don't want to see them, and I don't want to hear them. because, well, you know, ghost aren't just for Halloween anymore. No, uh-uh. And today is National Paranormal Day. And according to a new survey, 80% of those surveyed said, yes, they do believe in ghostesses. And this is El Paso. Yeah. And there are so many allegedly haunted spots. <laughs> so many of them. I mean, from one end to the other. Right. From downtown to San Eli. Oh, yeah. All kinds of ghostesses. Yep. So here's what we want to know from you. Do ghostesses exist and what is your evidence? Okay, so Amanda went on one of the ghost tours. Uh-huh. And she got she got a little bit of a you know, of an after effect. So Amanda, tell us what happened. Hi, good morning, Mike and Trisha. Hey. Um good morning. So it was a couple of years back that I went. Um I went to the DeSoto Hotel. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> that is one of the three <laughs> scariest spots in El Paso. Yes, absolutely. So what yeah. happened? So we went down, the tour guides were, you know, giving the tour and everything. We went down to the basement, and he turned up the light and everything, and he said, okay, is anyone brave enough to go ahead and lend your energy to one of the, you know, the lost souls here in the hotel? And me, um, I've always been, oh, you know, nothing's ever going to happen. Nothing will happen. I was like, okay, sure, I'll do it. Nothing happened. I said, oh, well, you know, this is just a joke. You know, I was kind of disappointed because I was hoping something would happen. Well... Little did I know, on my way home, I started getting some kind of, like, after effects. I started getting this excruciating stomach pain. It felt like something was going to kill me. It was painful, and I said, oh, man, I'm probably going to have to go to the hospital. Wow. And um, I couldn't explain it, you know. And I got home. My ex-boyfriend was like, are you okay? What's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I feel so sick. And he's like, well, maybe you should try drinking some Pepto-Bismol. And I told him, you know what, go, go get my mom and my brother. I think I'm going to have to be rushed to the hospital because oh I thought, God. you know, I was getting sick with, like, an infection or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember nothing. I just remember opening the bottle of Pepto-Bismol, and then I wake up. I blacked out. I woke up. I was sitting on the floor. My ex-boyfriend, my mom, and my brother were looking at me like they just saw, like, a ghost or the devil or something because they were, like, so scared they couldn't even talk. <laughs> And I was like, what What happened, you guys? Why are you guys looking at me like that? It was creeping me out. And they're like, you, your eyes went backwards. You started turning red, like white. Your lips turned purple. We thought you were going to die. Wow. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't remember none of that. And they're like, you don't even remember the paramedics checking you? And I'm <gasps> like, no. <laughs> 
And I'm like, no, I don't remember nothing. And I'm like, I'm fine now. And then my mom's like, okay. So we're like creeped out. I was like, oh my gosh, what happened? So the next day I started thinking about it. I was like, oh my God. I was like, what did I bring home with me? Yeah. I was like, what happened? It was so scary. Yeah, that's Yikes. why That's why I don't go to these ghost tours. That's why. Because I'm scared that someone will follow me home. I know. Or something, well, I should see, say, and that's, will follow me home. Or find me so inviting that they'll jump in. <laughs> I know, right? Which is, I <laughs> well, like they did with Amanda. Amanda. God. Yeah, that's see, what I think happened. Yeah. And that's why at Concordia, I don't go anywhere near the children's tree because mm-hmm. it freaks me out because mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to like, you know, leap on to me. Yeah, yeah. And so I can't yeah. get anywhere near there. Right. Oh, girl. Right, me too. I'm scared that they're <laughs> going to start tugging at my clothes and they'll be like, Senor, chicle, <laughs> chicle. <laughs> I'm scared of that. So has no. that has anything else like that ever happened? Well, you know, to be honest, ever since I was little, I've always had, um, you know, paranormal activity around me. I guess, that, I guess that's just like the type of aura I have. Right. Um, growing up, I used to see my, my dead grandfather around the home. Um, I never met him, but my, my dad, it was his father, he freaked out when I started describing him to him. Because he's like, how do you know what he looks like? You've never even seen a picture of him. And I'm like, yeah, he follows me everywhere. I guess he was like my guardian angel, I guess you could say. Uh-huh. He would follow me everywhere I would go. Yeah. Or, oh, wow. um, you know, when my grandmother passed away, actually his wife, um, the night she was passing away, I was the only one that was hearing footsteps in my hallway. Mm-hmm. He was even knocking on my on my window, letting me know, I guess, that, you know, my grandmother was going to pass away. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. following morning, she passed away. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I totally think that uh, something there at the DeSoto jumped into you for a little bit. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Probably. do. Probably. Yeah. Wow, because yeah. you know that is one of the one of the top haunted spots in El Paso. Oh yeah, you know we've we've yeah. uh, you, we talk to the paranormal groups a lot, especially in October. Right. And my yeah. gosh, the stories we hear about that hotel. Yeah, they love that. It's one. like totally legit. Yeah. Wow. Amanda, thank you for calling, Amanda. Thanks, girl. Oh, you're welcome, guys. Have Bye-bye. a good one. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, the DeSoto is home to at least three spirits, one of which claims to be the devil. Right, exactly. That hotel is over 100 years old, man, yeah. and considered to be very active. I think it's a vortex. all of the groups here in town. I think it's a vortex. It's something, man. man. Sudden temperature changes, people being touched, bit, scratched have all been documented, yeah. not just by one, but like... By pretty much all the paranormal groups that have ever, right. you know, uh, have have ever uh, done any ghost busting there, even when Ghost Adventures was here, yeah, they went know, there. They had some really weird stuff happening yeah. there. So, oh yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. I remember some years ago, um, I think it was, yeah, it was the Paseo del Norte Paranormal Society. Remember when uh, Henry was still with them, right? Right, and they had they had done some kind of an investigating, and there's this. Uh, <laughs> what we There's call somebody the, moving the behind who cares me. ghost. Okay, maybe because maybe somebody's behind. Who said that? Right here. Back oh, here. There's nobody back, back there, and I can hear like it's getting really freaky. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what I thought I heard like a little footstep from back that way. Yeah, and then there were like little oh, light ones. Yes. Did you hear that? Yes. Did you hear that? Oh my God. Yeah, that one we dubbed the "Who Cares" ghost yeah. because there they are talking, and you hear this little girl go, "Who cares." Let's see if we can hear that again. There were like little oh, light ones. There were more than God. Yeah. O M G. I know. O M G. I know. So yeah, I'm I'm totally down with her story. Well, yeah. Yeah. The Soto Hotel. That is. That's one I won't go it into. Totally fits uh, all the other stories that yeah. we've heard from a bunch of people and all of the ghost busting groups here in town. Yep. Mike and Tricia mornings on ninety three point one Kiss FM. Kiss FM. Uh, I I 
personally, not just my Mexican belief, but I do personally do believe because I have had a paranormal experience ever since I was little. Okay. Um, I was about seven years old, and my friend, we were both in elementary school. We were at home. It was like a weeknight, and my parents had gone to play the rosary down the street. How ironic. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, we're at home alone, just watching Spongebob, kids stuff, and the phone rings. So I walk to the kitchen to answer. She comes with me, and I have a window in the kitchen that looks out to the front, like, street. So she kind of hangs back, and she doesn't go all the way with me to answer the phone. I answer, and I don't hear anything, and I just hear, like, this heavy breathing. And I was like, oh, it's just someone playing a phone prank. So I kind of hang up, and I look at her, and I was like, no one answered, and I was there. And she's like, stone cold staring out the window and I was like are you okay so I walked towards her and she's just still staring out the window like she cannot look away so I look towards the window and there's this black figure hanging like in the middle of the street in front of my mailbox just standing there looking at us but you can't see a face but you can feel that presence of being stared at and there's no there's nothing on the floor like there's no feet there's nothing like there's no contact but you see it kind of swaying. So I grab her, we drop to the floor, and she's, like, freaking out. And I was like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, is it gone? Is it still there? And, like, we peek up, and it seems like it's getting closer. Ooh. It's now on the sidewalk. <laughs> so we're, we're freaking out, and we run back to my room because it was towards the back of the house. And we're like, what are we going to do? Like, we grab our teddy bears, and we're like, my parents are here. And this was back in the days where cell phones were really expensive, so most families didn't have them yet. Right. So... We didn't have phones. We didn't have a way to contact, like, my parents that were in the other house. So we're like, well, what do we do? Do we just stay here? What if it comes here? So we're like, you know what? Let's be brave. Let's run to the house where they're having the rosary. Because, you know, running outside when something's outside is yeah. the answer. Right, right. You just got to run faster. <laughs> That's sure. all. Yeah, exactly. So then when we were like, okay, if it's not there, then we're going to go. So we get our teddy bears and stuff. We turn off the TV, turn off the lights. We head towards the kitchen again to see, and it's gone. And we're like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity. Let's go. So we're leaving, and we exit the door, and of course I'm going to lock my house because, you know, robbery. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, so as I'm leaving, I hear a moment. I panic, drop the key. He's screaming. It's back. It's in the street again. Hurry. And I'm freaking out. Can't close the door. And when we're running, we run right past it. Like, freaking out, trying to run down the street, and it doesn't move. And we're like, okay, we're good. And then for some reason, I will never be able to explain how this happened, but we start hearing police sirens, the lights, the whole work. And we're like, oh, my God, the police is here and all this stuff. And then that figure starts moving towards us. Like, you can hear it walking and running because it was in the street, so it's like rocks, and, but you don't see feet. It's just floating, but you can hear it coming for you. So we hear police sirens, everything, we're running, we get to the house, we start knocking like crazy. Of course, my mom, through Mexican manner, completely upset because we interrupted the rosary. Right. <laughs> and she's like, what's going on? And I, we were just like, she's like, you guys seem like, you look like you've seen something. And we're like, well, we kind of have, it followed us home. And is that just, and she never came back to my house ever since. <laughs> she actually moved schools. She actually stopped being my friend. Like, if we see each other, I'm like, okay. But our friendship was, like, 
Yeah. Like I can't deal with your house. Wow. Oh, yeah. Just like that. So, uh, nowadays, they yeah. call that being ghosted. Ironically. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So, yeah. have you ever seen it again? I uh, actually, I kept seeing it till I was maybe like in middle school. Mm-hmm. But it would now just come to my house at night and stand outside my window. Wow. And I would see it at night, and I would just close my eyes and be like, Dear Lord, please just let me go back to sleep. I don't see anything. I don't see anything. And, like, <laughs> I was too scared to tell my parents because I was like, they're not going to believe me. Yeah. Uh, my parents are extremely Catholic, and, of course, they do believe in, like, paranormal and all that stuff. Right. But and besides, like, your, mom's gonna gonna, me. your mom's going to dunk you in a vat of holy water. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... I just, I wouldn't say anything, and then it got creepier when I moved uh, to the second floor. When I was older, I moved up there so I could have more privacy and stuff, and I would still see it outside my window. But there's nothing to step on. It's the second floor. There's yeah. no trees. I yeah. don't have anything around. But it would still so be, would like, like, line of sight from your from your window, like it was floating up in the air? Yes, like right against my window, like if it was now looking inside bizarre. my room. Oh, my God. And it's oh. just... Yeah, no, I, I can't explain that. Like, the, like you know, at first I was thinking, okay, pervy neighbor, but <laughs> I can't explain it floating up in the air. But it doesn't have any feet. Yeah, she said no feet hmm. or anything. And yeah, yeah so it was, and you could never see a face. It was just like dark cloth yeah. that you can kind wow. of see where like his face was. Oy. That's and I a have trip. a upstairs. Yeah, I have an upstairs balcony, and then he would just uh-huh. show up at the door. Dang, Girl, no. you need a limp, yeah, man. For real, Vanessa, I would have volunteered to, have, to be dunked in holy water. <laughs> wow. And how long has it been since you saw a creepy guy? Um, Probably like four years now. Thank been God. Four years. But, yeah, it's not, I, yeah. Think, I just had my daughter about a year ago. Uh-huh. And and is, is it because you've changed her evil ways? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was a good kid. I was a really good kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's I funny. I had a moment when my daughter was born. Um, she was in the crib, and the the balcony door flung open. Like, the, oh was, like, my gosh! In the morning, this is like almost just, every horror movie, right? You know, there's <laughs> like there's like yeah. parts of almost every horror movie in her story. You need to move. <laughs> Yeah, now I know why all the, these uh, horror movies have all these cliches. Because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Vanessa. I told my parents after I had my daughter and after that door swung open, like, and that was it for me. I told my mom. They had like eight, they had like a little tiny Bless yes. that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See? The priest blessed me, and I was like, I don't know what it is. See, if you, like, you would have just told your mom from the very, very beginning, <laughs> yeah. you would have saved yourself years of this. <laughs> yeah. She told me she was like, I was like, well, I honestly, I thought, like, I was just saying or something, and I thought you wouldn't going to believe me. Yeah. 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 See? <laughs> you see? All right, Vanessa. Thanks, Vanessa. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for your story. God. Mike and Trisha Mornings on 93.1 KISS FM. We're talking ghost to because today is National Paranormal Day. <laughs> Ghostesses, do you believe in them? What's your evidence? You've been listening to Mike and Trisha Mornings. For more, visit KissElPaso.com or download the 93.1 KISS FM app for free to your iPhone or Android.